uh, uh, if you want me to talk about the history of Whiskey Acres, I can. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna make it all up or what? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Didn't you just go on the tour? Shouldn't you know? I, I wasn't paying attention. It was an unauthorized tour. It was, it was a non-official <laughs> tour. I was just trying to pressure him into giving us good samples. I heard you didn't even uh, bring a drill into the rickhouse. What kind of tour is that? Yeah. <laughs> he didn't even pour us anything. Really? He didn't fucking pay for anything. <laughs> <laughs> a podcast about bourbon and the ones who drink it. This is Bourbon Matters. Welcome to Bourbon Matters. I'm Jake. I'm Dan. And I am Gold Eagle Jake. And usually, tonight... usually we get a nice countdown, Jake, before we just start. But instead, you just kind oh, of decided sorry. to go go uh, <laughs> right into it. So here we are. Yeah, we got, yep. a, we got a lot of upfront material. So I figured we'd just <laughs> jump right in. <laughs> um, so tonight, we are getting a special preview of the Whiskey Acres seven-year release that is coming out on July 7th, uh, mm-hmm. which will be a couple days after this airs, um, courtesy of our distiller friend, Dan. Yeah, I know a guy and was able to get some bottles. Yeah. <laughs> Thank I'm you, Dan. I'm still upset mine wasn't discounted, but that's okay. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> So before we, we will do a quick recap of Whiskey Acres. Um, their story is pretty cool, uh, but we wanted, there's a couple cool stories to talk about first uh, that actually do have kind of tie-ins to Whiskey Acres. So a little Dan, bit. if you want to launch into those. Yeah. Uh, so first one, um, Blackened. I'm not a big Metallica fan. We've talked about that before. Not, I'm not a big fan. I just not a big metal guy. Um Blackened has a new release, which is called 72, which is they their sonic noise or whatever they call their aging process, where when they're Black finishing noise. the whiskey, black noise, when they're <laughs> finishing their whiskey, they blare Metallica music to it. And the new release is going to be have, what was it, 72 seasons? Yeah, their newest album is 72 seasons, which is pretty good. I like it. Um, but no, so it's, we, we talked about, I really liked the ride the lightning release, which they just played yeah. ride the lightning during it. Now the, the small tie into whiskey acres is, uh, Dave Pickerel who helped us get started also helped, mm-hmm. uh, blacken to get started. He's obviously he's passed away. Rob Dietrich has overseen this batch of it. Um, but a new blackened release, which I don't think I've seen one since, has there been one since ride the lightning that's been special? Um, Yes, the uh, uh, there was one after the Willet one, Henderson uh, or something. Yeah, the Henderson, Wes Henderson. Yeah, yep, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but interesting. I, I again, I, I know we talked about Blackened a while ago, and then we had it on the gimmick episode. Yep. Uh, but overall, their expressions have always been pretty decent. So, yeah, that's uh, and, I, I saw something the other day that like the Blackened is the only like legitimate musician released whiskey <laughs> yeah they're not just putting their name on it yeah it's actually pretty well made um 
I think their their new master distiller um, has Rob. a decent foothold in the industry as well. Yeah, or, where did he uh, come from? I can't, I can't remember. remember. I gotta look that up. I don't know that either. It's Rob Dietrich, right? Yeah, it's pissing me off because it was somewhere. He was only there a little bit of time, and there are still blending. I believe at blackened. I think so. It's all blends. Um, but no, it's they, the stuff that they put out has been pretty good. I've been pretty satisfied with it. So mm -hmm. be interesting to see that. Um, while Jake is looking that up, the other one whistle pig tin in cup? the news again, what tin cup? Was no, it tin I, cup? I thought it was somewhere else, but I can't remember. Um, you can, as, as always, you can tell we've we've planned and done research and <laughs> thought things out thoroughly before yeah, we things just hopped on. Better for the listener. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's more exciting. Whistle, whistle, yeah. <laughs> it's, you get to hear the keyboards clicking in the background. <laughs> yeah. um, we uh, Our Whistle Pig has a couple things coming out. So they've done a summer release um, the last couple of years. And last year they had their smokestack with Traeger. And this year it's some sunglass mm -hmm. company I don't know of. Uh, they have that special release. It's the, uh, but it's the 80s Pit Viper sunglasses. Pit Viper, that's right. The old uh, the old 80s big old goggles. No, actually, yeah. so uh, going back to the Rob thing, I think it was uh, Stranahan's and Tin Cup. Stranahan's, that's what I was thinking. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, they yeah. make Tin Cup, yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. But at first I was just getting mm -hmm. the Tin Cup. and Gotcha. Yeah, so Stranahan's is their... Uh, Single malt, uh, the tin cup is their whiskey, uh, which is blend of bourbon and single malt, I believe. Um, but yeah, he also has a lot of history in the music industry. So it looks mm -hmm. like it was a perfect fit for him to join with the Metallica whiskey. He looks like a rocker too when you see his photos. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, looks like he's in his in his favorite spot. Um, well, Perfect. But yeah, Whistlepig had the Pit Viper, and then Whistlepig also has just announced that they've gone fully solar, um, which they said they're going to do back during COVID, and they're fully solar. The tie-ins again, Dave Pickerel was at Whistlepig for a long time, and we've been fully solar for a while. So that's the fun fun little tie-ins. But I used to sell solar, fun fact. Out in, out in sunny California? Mm -hmm. That's what I was doing out in California. So good on them. I think it's a good thing. Mm -hmm. yeah, those Especially people never they probably have the land now. for it. constantly at my house. Are they? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I, was, I was one of those people back in my day. It doesn't make sense yet in Illinois. That's my opinion. Yeah. So, Nothing just, makes sense in Illinois, Jake. No, that's, that's probably true. Oh, yeah. Dan, you want to give us a rundown on Whiskey Acres real quick? Yeah, we've, we've talked about the history. God, that was a long time ago when we kind of did our local series with some of the local distilleries. Um, mm. Quick rundown is they started distilling in 2015. They were farmers. They are a farm distillery. It says it on the bottle everywhere. So we're on a 2,000-acre farm. Uh, the guys that own the farm and then uh, Jim and Jamie Walter and then Nick Nagel, uh, came in as well to help them as the three owners. They knew a lot about farming, but nothing about making whiskey. So they're trying to get someone to help them 
to teach them how to make whiskey. And they were uh, hounding Dave Pickerel to get with them for a long time. Uh, finally, they got him to listen and he came out and helped them get started up. Um, besides just being a farm distillery, they're on a limestone aquifer, which is a diagnostically the water is an exact match to Bardstown, Kentucky. So whenever you're in Bardstown and they're talking about how great their water is, and it's the only water like that in the world, a bunch of liars, um, cause there's some uh -huh. in DeKalb, Illinois. Um, but yeah, they started distilling in 2015. Um, originally it was the owners that were doing the distilling and then they had a master distiller for a little bit. Uh, and then a little over seven years ago, uh, they made a change and Rob, uh, is the new master distiller and he's been there for seven years. Um, all the grain is grown there on the farm. It's grown in the field, basically right behind the distillery. So when they harvest it, it goes about less than a mile to the, to the uh, corn dryer and the grain bins. We store the grain there. We have a mill there, we mill it there, and then we distill it there. So everything is very self-contained. Uh, we're solar, so we have our own power coming in. We're very low impact on the environment, especially when you figure that there is very little transportation or fuel costs to get the grain to our distillery. Um, those are the big things. If you haven't uh, seen a lot of their stuff, you, you can see their stuff on the shelves everywhere in, in Illinois, and we're actually in Nebraska as well. Um, and one place in particular... Uh, Gold Eagle has some. <laughs> so what's the um, and, and we have a really good barrel pick. Yes. <laughs> yes. Took down um, Booker's in our blind tasting. It was a landslide. Landslide. Beat him, beat him <laughs> one, by one. A complete one landslide. <laughs> when when Jake, you always got to know Jake's term when he talks about who wins <laughs> what blind tastings there. Jake kind of puts words in to, to make it push home a point he's trying to sell. So, uh, But no, it's... We've been a growing <laughs> distillery. Um, the biggest thing that people know us for is the fact that we experiment and do a lot of special releases with uh, corns that aren't normally used for whiskey. So whenever you think of corn, everyone thinks of yellow corn ears. That's what most whiskey is made out of. Um, that's what our normal whiskey is made of as well. Uh, but we also have like a Bloody Butcher, uh, which is a red corn, a blue popcorn release, glass gem corn, uh, Oaxacan corn, which is normally grown in Mexico, but we figured out how to grow up up here. A bunch of other things too that we experiment around with. So that's kind of the basic rundown on the distillery. Uh, what we're drinking today is the seven year, uh, which is going to be released on July 7th. So this is coming out, but we're releasing this on the 2nd of July. So July 7th, it's a Friday. Um, that'll be released down at the distillery. We'll talk about the release stuff later. Um, but this is the oldest uh, blend that we've blended or blend of whiskey, not blended whiskey. This is our oldest uh, release we've had in terms of uh, not just a single barrel. Uh, so everything on here is over seven years old. Um, and it's a seven barrel blend. It comes in at 107 proof. We're releasing it on 7.7, and I believe the retail of it is $77.77. It's weird how all of that lines up together on uh, on the sevens. So mm -hmm. almost like it was planned. But that's what we'll uh, talk about today. Um, I don't want to talk a ton about the whiskey. I'd rather get your guys' thoughts and feelings on the whiskey, things about Whiskey Acres itself. 
Um, we can talk a little bit more about the release and some other things that'll be happening at the distillery. But um, I know I got you guys some samples in a bottle early, just so we could have this specially uh, as a preview for for Whiskey Acres. Yeah. So thank God. Yeah, thank uh, you. You're done uh, talking. Um. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, uh, thanks again for getting us these uh, in advance. Um, you also got us some barrel proof, well, near barrel proof samples. I think they were proofed down a little bit. A uh, little bit. A couple weeks ago. Uh, they were somewhere around 120, right? I think. Uh, or slightly less. Yeah. No, I think those were around 114. Because I think it was once we dumped all the barrels in, I think it was right around 121, 122. And we were slowly oh, okay. proofing it down. So. so yeah, I mean that sample I tried it on uh this past Saturday. Uh and it was excellent. Uh oh Jake's got the whole flight going. Yeah, I got a little flight. You can barely see here, but <laughs> follow me on Instagram, you'll see the picture. <laughs> um yeah, I'm comparing it to the standard bottled bottled and bond bourbon right now. Mm -hmm. Um a lot of the same flavor notes are there, they're just much more um developed in the seven year um like the i think we talked about this um quite a bit in the actual uh whiskey acres episode from last year um but the the bottled and bond is uh corn forward uh, at first and then it sweetens up a lot uh mm -hmm. near the end of the palate and into the finish um you know, like the vanilla and oak kind of lingers for a bit. Um, it's a nice pour. Uh, it's a hundred proof, obviously, because it's bottled in bond. Uh, it drinks mm -hmm. really well. Um, and yeah, the trying the seven year. Uh, the the corn note is definitely still there. I think it's a little more subdued than usual, um, but it's definitely present, which is like the DNA of the whiskey acres bourbon. Um, so that's nice to see or taste. Um, <laughs> and then uh, the uh, the oak notes are there. Uh, the vanilla is there. And on the finish, I get a lot of like um, very nicely toasted marshmallow. Um, mm -hmm. That kind of sticks around for a while. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's very good. I'm, I'm a big fan of this. Yeah, it's, I guess I should uh, introduce a little bit too. It's our normal bourbon mash bill. So it's 75% corn, 15% wheat, 10% malted barley. Um, this is in at, like I said, 107 proof. Um, yeah, it's kind of spot on Jake, uh, Gold Eagle Jake. What are your... So I haven't I haven't tasted yet. Um, oh, geez. I was waiting for the podcast to do it live. And I have a flight right now, the Gold Eagle Barrel Pick. Um, which if you don't know, it beat bookers in our blind tasting. Um, <laughs> and then I have the seven year, and then I also have the sample of the barrel strength seven year that you gave us. So thank you very much for supplying these. It's a treat to try them early. I'm going to warm up my palate real quick with the gold Eagle pick. Now you get to hear some real analysis, not my just random. <laughs> no, no one cares what you have to say when they, when you're describing whiskey, Jake. I'm rambling too, but this will at least let you know that I didn't have any time to kind of think about this. I'm just going to dive right in and tell you what I think. Um, our pick is very corn forward, very heavy charred. You get a lot of like that peanutty notes. Um, 
And for how young it is, I think you get a lot of oak, but there isn't a ton of oak. So let's move up to the seven year. The nose is the nose is kind of fruity, bright, a lot of like vanilla and creme brulee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I the first time I smelled it, I I said it's like a. Um, I used to love the black raspberry cream savers when I was in high school. Mm, uh, oh, in class, mm-hmm. as I said, it was like that, or not the cream sickle, the the cream savers, the black raspberry cream savers, but not too much of the black raspberry, but everything else of the of the cream saver. Yeah, now I'm getting like a little bit of black cherry. If you said that, but um, it's extremely creamy and a lot of vanilla, like you said, Jake. Um, but I'm getting a ton of creme brulee and mm-hmm. uh, not as much charred oak, but I'd say more of like a more of like a mellow oak going on mm-hmm. compared to the barrel pick. And I think at 107 proof, it drinks about right at its proof. It tastes like 107 proof, but um, it doesn't burn. There's no heat really to it. It just kind of right where you'd expect 107 proof bourbon to be. And it lingers too. It's got a really nice, long, pleasant finish, mm-hmm. um, probably due to just the older age that's in this bottle. And uh, I'm gonna dive into the barrel proof version. In the <laughs> while you're doing, while you're thinking about that, um, I'll go through what Rob had for his tasting notes on there, mm-hmm. which was uh, for the nose he had caramel cream candies and vanilla pudding mm-hmm. with baked apple and pecan pie. The palate was nice viscosity. Grain is more present on the palate with walnuts, corn oil, and toasted oak. Finish lingers pleasantly, like eating macaroons standing in a cornfield. Is I I don't get any like baking spice or anything that sometimes mm-hmm. comes through from like the wheat, uh, but um, it's very yeah it's very like creamy. Uh, creme brulee is actually I think like the perfect description because um, it's like that caramelized sugar with some yeah. of that, like creaminess mm-hmm. and like the mouth feel is nice and like uh, it's very present. Um, I think is like that's, the the best way I can describe it. Yeah, that's like a a note. Like a lot of times when I'm sipping whiskey acres bourbon, I think of like just the top layer of a creme brulee right after uh, the sugar was caramelized, because it's just got like a really nice toasted, roasted, but also very sweet and creamy vibe going on at the same time. And I think this seven year kind of brings out the best of both of those worlds, mm-hmm. um, where it's not too offensive either way. And it's just a really nice balance, really good combination of that, you know, toasted, heavier char that you get in like our barrel pick, for example. Um, and then I would imagine in the standard bottle and bond or standard releases, you get a lot more of that creaminess um, and that soft kind of pudding vanilla flavor. Um, and I think this is a really good balance of the two. Yeah, I think the, yeah. the thing I really appreciate about it is that into the finish, um, a lot of the sweetness kind of dies down and you get into that like oakiness and uh, it kind of balances well. Um, I'm not like a huge fan of overly sweet whiskey. So I like to see that kind of taper off into the more like older age statement kind of notes, like the the deeper oaks and like the toasted kind of flavors that come through. Yeah, it's, 
I really like to finish on this. We don't really have a lot of releases that come out in, in the 110 proof. So obviously we have our bottled in bond, which is at a hundred. Um, but most of our single barrels uh, are going to be in the 120 range. So we kind of have that middle ground between 100 and 120 where there isn't uh, much proof points that we release. And I think the 107 on this, I, I mean, we were doing it for the, just to hammer home the seven. Um, yeah, I, I appreciate all the sevens. I like yeah. it. I think it's a good touch. <laughs> Especially oh. the 7777 retail. But I got to wonder, are you guys rounding up or rounding down? What do you mean rounding? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> was it supposed to be an $80 bottle or was it supposed to be a $70 bottle? <laughs> I, I I don't know. I think I think their thought was just we wanted to hammer home the sevens. Yeah, no, um, I, I, I'm just messing I, around. I think it's I really wasn't good. in the strategic really cool. Uh, it's a really cool did, branding. Yeah, we did. So we do have the new bottles. So um, the new seven-year bottles I got, right? Uh, how do I hold it right there? So it's got the seven-year statement at the top. It's got, normally our corn down here is, is in a white circle, but it's in a gold circle down here. Not a ton of difference on it, uh, but it definitely does have a new banner across the top for the seven-year. Yeah, it looks nice. It, it stands out. Um, but yeah, so we had new bottles for this and everything too. So uh, going to be doing this uh, for the next few years for sure. I know, uh, oh, obviously we're cool. still a younger, this isn't going to, this isn't going to be a one-time release. Like I, I know we're already planning on the release for next year. Um, I mean, that's the one thing with, uh, we talked about craft distilleries and smaller craft distilleries last week. Uh, I mean, you got to be able to produce enough to make sure you're making orders, but you also want to hold some stuff back to age longer. Um, so it, it's, it's a inventory management game. Um, but I know we were planning on doing this for, for the next few years, for sure. Um, When's, where's the 10 year? Well, we're not that old yet, Jake. So <laughs> it's going to be a few more years. I uh, what barrel well, you, you saw barrel one and two when you were down last week mm-hmm. there, what barrel in 2015. So yeah, it's going to be close, but <laughs> going to be a couple more years till we get to the point where we're at 10 years. Um, yeah, it's, 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 um, it's got the normal notes of the whiskey acres that you're no, that you're used to, uh, but a little bit more of the vanilla, the oak. It's got a little bit older age. It's not gives it. Some people say it rounds it out a little bit. I I enjoy the flavor of it a lot. Um, <laughs> but my biggest thing on this is I this is I really love the finish on this. Um, yeah, I, I think, think it does. Um, it it definitely does round it out. But also the flavors are enhanced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so you get an overall better experience with that too. And going back to the barrel proof, um, I actually think I like the 107 proof better. The barrel proof is really good upon first sip. Um, but there's just there's just something special about how balanced and creamy this 107 proof version is. Um, and I think uh I think it's just a more pleasant experience. And I'm I'm normally gravitating towards the higher proofs. Um, but I just think this uh I don't know if you guys did 107 purposely um, uh, or, or if you tasted or, it at other, or seven, other proofs. Could have done 117, <laughs> dude. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I think the lower proof uh, opens it up a lot. Um, kind of makes the just the, the finish last a little bit longer. The flavor lasts a little bit longer on the mid palate. Um, so, I mean, well done. I think this is a, a really good release and a great value. You know, people always say, 
10 bucks a year is like a good place to judge. And I think for a small craft distillery, if you can hit that mark, um, then that's pretty impressive and you're right on par. So, yeah, it will be. Um, so the release, I think we, when we did this, it was a seven barrel blend. Um, so I know there's a hundred and some cases that are going to distribution and a hundred and some cases that we're going to have down at the distillery. Um, Friday, July 7th, we will be releasing it. Uh, we do usually when we do these special releases for, uh, the specialty grain corns, we open at four 30 on Friday. There's normally a pretty long line. Um, we believe we have enough to get through Friday night. Uh, hopefully there's a little left over on Saturday. We don't expect it to last too long down at the distillery. Um, but it's also going to be out hitting things. Uh, or hitting hitting liquor stores, especially the Great Gold Eagle Liquor Store, will have some. Ooh, ooh. Uh, if people that do come down, the the summertime releases are always the more fun because it's nice outside. Uh, I know they have a band scheduled to play this Friday night. Uh, I know they'll have uh, South Moon Barbecue, which is a local barbecue joint, will be down there for serving food for dinner. Um, nice. So it's it's kind of a nice event to get down there. Um, I said if you do the best. If, you, if you're in the, I mean, we're in DeKalb. If you're in the Northwest suburbs, we're an hour and a half away. If you're in the North suburbs, we're an hour and a half away. We're right off 88 um, either. I'm guessing they probably take you all the way to the Annie Glidden exit instead of Peace Road, but not too bad to get to, uh, mainly interstate, but it will be releasing Friday with music. Uh, we will also have our first ever um, cask finished series release. So we have new bottles for that as well. Um, we have a releasing a Muscatel finish that night as well. So you'll be able to buy, there's limits, but you'll be able to buy, I know, two bottles total, I believe. So either one of the seven, one of the Muscatel, two of the seven, or two of the Muscatel finish. Uh, but that will be on sale as well that day, I believe. Hopefully I'm not speaking out of my ass on that, but I thought that's what the case <laughs> was going to be. If not, I know it'll be releasing soon. Um yeah, they're always fun events. Um, we're expecting a lot of people there. I mean, it's they. I've seen pictures of the lines that they've had at, down at the distillery, and sometimes they get pretty long. Um, but again, the goal is always to make sure that try try and make sure that everyone that gets there Friday night uh, gets a shot to get it. I believe we're there four thirty to eight eight thirty is hours on on uh, on Friday. Uh, but otherwise, also be looking at your local liquor stores too. I know distribution in this area gets pretty, pretty well received because we have a lot of cases that move just of our normal stuff around here. So we want to make sure that people have an opportunity to be able to buy it at a store as well. So right, how many, now that like, Dan's done plugging, just a quick question, just a quick yeah. question on, on quantity, like how much is being released with the seven year compared to like when you guys do a blue popcorn or bloody butcher release? Uh, about the same as what our blue popcorn was last year, um, in terms of quantity. So it was, I can't go a direct barrel count to the blue popcorn cause it's proof down lower. And some of our blue popcorn is still in 25 gallon barrels. Mm -hmm. Um, but I know in terms of volume that we put out in distribution was a little over a hundred cases and we had about a hundred some cases down at the distillery and gotcha. there was a few left on Saturday morning when they released it. Um, but we're trying to get these bigger and bigger. Now, the good thing is if you're not getting these now, um, 
it's, it's taking time as always, it takes time to ramp up and you don't want to start producing a ton of a type of whiskey that you're not sure is going to be good or not. Um, now that we know that people are loving the blue popcorn, loving the bloody butcher, uh, we do have lots more of that to go through distillation, but it's still a few years out till we start getting pretty good, uh, pretty good quantities of it available. Uh, right now they're still just one time releases and they usually go pretty quick. Um, when they come out, I know the blue pop. I'm not sure about the store. I know, I know what it's like down at our distilleries. Um, I know the blue pop. I'm guessing that the blue popcorn and bloody butcher goes quick in stores. I know some of the stores down here put it in their uh, year end lotteries with all the other allocated stuff. Um, but Jake, I, I know you guys always get some. Um, they're always very pleased with how much uh, product your store moves from Whiskey Acres. But it, that stuff usually go pretty quick when it gets to your store too. Yeah, all the any any type of specialty release um, is usually gone within like less than an hour. I remember so what you're saying is we we typically only saw the uh... oh go ahead sorry no I was just gonna say we typically only get like six or twelve bottles and people can buy them online so usually when we get them and we do our daily picture with our deliveries they'll they'll go within like an hour so they definitely have a a following. Yeah, the other option would be just to go to Gold Eagle all day Friday and wait for Jake to put it out. <laughs> just I know he's got some delivery the... from you guys on Friday. <laughs> I know, I know you got some stuff in the back too. People could probably ask about. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, don't do go and yell at Jake. He's gonna ask if you got stuff in the back. <laughs> I remember uh, like two years ago seeing blue popcorn out on the shelf, um, and then ever since then I've never seen it. So I, it goes really fast now. Yeah, I'm sure the seven year will go really fast too. Is hopefully uh, the hype the hype translates because uh, it is pretty good. Yeah, I'm. I, I we were all pretty happy with it when uh, when we when we we when we first kind of mixed our blended did a small blend of the barrels together and then proofed it down a little bit. Uh, we were pretty pretty happy with it. Pretty excited to get it released. So, uh, yeah, it's it's fun. It's exciting and. Look at us. We get to debut a whiskey for once. Take that, Fred Minnick. Yeah. <laughs> Fred who? Should we just start rivalries with every big single bourbon <laughs> thing out there and see if one of us just talks shit back sometime? Yeah, bourbon. Were you waiting to say that line? Garbage. No, Is no, that I where just... you got us these bottles? No, it just popped up. <laughs> popped up in the old old noodle up here. Nice. Yeah, no, it's cool. It's uh, It's definitely a treat to be tasting these and talking about them and discussing them before anyone else really gets to see them taste them. Yeah. Yeah. I know they just today posted it on their socials that it is going to be coming out um, as, as we're recording it uh, on, on the 28th. Um, shit. Just a little behind the scenes information. We record these the day a little before they get released. We don't <laughs> we do them live. Yeah, you're yeah, not supposed to tell out. people that. It's a little, little Hollywood magic that Jake, <laughs> uh, Jake does for us. Yeah. <laughs> Because I can't be relied on to do it the day of. <laughs> <laughs> one day we'll just no, do it live. <laughs> we did it live one day down yeah, in Kentucky. <laughs> oh, that was probably a, a show. It was fun. I mean, we we could we could do these live because we really don't edit anything out, right? Yeah, not really. <laughs> 
No, we did one episode live down in Kentucky, and we tried to live stream it too. I'm not sure how well that went because the internet it didn't, yeah. it didn't go particularly well. But <laughs> come to find That's out, pretty the, much uh, why we don't the place that we stayed at that you had to drive through a creek to get through didn't have the greatest internet speeds. Yeah. Um. So so the live stream. Plus, I that was a day. I think that's the day I passed out on the bus, wasn't it? I think that was. Mm-hmm. I think that was that day. Then we had uh, Roberto's little. Per- no, we did the birthday party before the day before, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We did. We did that. We did Roberto's birthday party with the pinata and everything the day before. Mm-hmm. Jake, you should have been part of the podcast back then. That was a, that was a good. Ah, uh, you should have invited me. You haven't you haven't seen anything until you've seen Roberto swing a golf club that with no uh, with no head on the club at a pinata hung from a tree out in the middle of nowhere in Kentucky while he's wearing Yikes. a sombrero. Nobody filmed it. Ah, uh, there's I'm sure there's films and photos. Yeah, everywhere. I'm sure there is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good time, but no, it's uh. Excited well, to, get, to... to get back to the whiskey. Um, yep. So I just had a pour of the gold Eagle pick as well. Um, and I will agree with Jake on the, uh, the one Oh seven proof is um, I think pretty spot on for this particular release. Um, even comparing this to uh, the higher proof sample that I got uh, earlier in the week. Uh, the 107 proof drinks extremely well. Um, mm-hmm. And like uh, there's, there's a lot of differences between the gold Eagle pick and the, and the seven year release um, very much heavy char on the gold Eagle pick, um, which typically is my like wheelhouse for bourbon. Um, but I am really enjoying the seven year um, mostly because I like haven't really been having dessert a lot lately, and uh, <laughs> this is like really hitting the spot. So, <laughs> what? So, so what? Burying the lead there. Why aren't we having desserts now, Jake? Because these stupid braces. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's just a pain in the ass to take them out after dinner every day to eat something. <laughs> so have your dessert with dinner. Yeah, I just eat it all at once. Well, usually I just have a little bit of whiskey, and that, that covers me. <laughs> now you can have creme brulee in liquid form. Mm-hmm. No, it'll be... Um, I'm excited to see the, the public reception of this. I, I think it's it's pretty darn good. Um, I try not to be too biased at work, um, so that's pretty good. I've always told them that I'm not just going to be a fanboy that I'm working there, so I give them honest opinion every time, which I know they value, but... Uh, I was really happy with this. Um, mm-hmm. I think you guys got the you got the notes about right on it too. Like I said, we went through Rob's notes on it. Um, very fun, and it's very nice to see like some of the growth and changes that we're seeing already too. Um, and I know we've talked about craft distilleries, small distilleries taking time to kind of find their stride. Um, I've been really happy with some of the other releases, just our normal releases we've been coming out with lately. Um, it's always worth a try, but uh, biggest thing I would say is if you haven't gotten down to DeKalb to see the place yet, get down to DeKalb to see the place. It doesn't have to be the weekend uh, where it's going to be crazy, but um, Jake, I mean, you were just, I mean, you weren't, well, you were down there last week with us, or you came yeah. down last week with some friends. There wasn't a band and stuff when you were there, but just you're outside in the country on a farmstead. Yeah, drinking, it's nice. 
drinking whiskey drinks under some shade trees. Yeah, they oh. got a really nice uh like lawn area and the uh visitor center is excellent. Um lots of great merch. Dan's wearing his agricultured shirt today. <laughs> mine is in the wash, otherwise I would be wearing mine as well. <laughs> um but yeah, I mean they have great cocktails at the bar. Um we were drinking the uh lemonade and the uh blueberry lemonade uh whiskey cocktails which were excellent um they're both made with rye i think right no the bourbon and blues is blueberry yeah blueberries bourbon the lemonade is rye um which yeah yeah. i mean there's there's a there's a lemonade and rye drink but the bourbon and blues is is bourbon blueberry syrup and homemade lemonade yeah which nobody should be sleeping on the whiskey acres rye either because it's excellent as well no, the rye took down New Riff Rye pretty easily. Yeah, landslide. It, it's one it, of my. That was a landslide. <laughs> that was like a, that was like a twenty-eight to eighteen. Yeah, yeah, it's a good rye. They have a good bourbon. Um, I know we've talked about this before that there's like a little bit of a stigma around the bourbon. I think, um, give it a shot. It's good. Um, and they have it's been tweaking it. Yeah, there's yeah, been a lot, lot of tweaking. Better. So, yeah, it, the seven year, I think, proves that there's been a lot done to improve it. Um, and it, I, I, I mean, th- this is just an excellent pour. It's really good. Yeah, a lot of the a lot of the recent releases. I mean, I, I say this all the time, but if you haven't tried Whiskey Acres in the last two years, you need to give them another shot. Um, cause I think every release proves that the whiskey is getting better and better, but I think this seven year will get a lot of people who kind of gave up on whiskey mm-hmm. acres. It'll get them back in the game with it. Um, age always draws attention. And then once mm-hmm. people taste it, I think it'll open their eyes to, you know, what whiskey acres is capable of putting out there and they'll start to explore the other spirits as well. So, I mean, huge kudos yep. to you guys on, doing this and saving saving your whiskey and not just put everything out you know at the four-year five-year mark just to flip a profit you, you're, you're welcome jake i had a huge huge influence on the seven year <clears throat> thank you I for did. all your hard work and service i didn't i didn't tell you about that story guys of how, how i influenced this about how you how i teleported back in time seven years ago to distill it yeah so <laughs> <laughs> it was all these sevens, long, crazy, man. long, crazy story. I'll just go through the quick points of it. A lot of stuff happened. <laughs> Even ran into Matt Damon, who's kind of a dick, um, <laughs> but ended up in a four dimensional Tesseract. And I saw the guys what? back in time trying to make the whiskey. <laughs> Don't and do I, Avengers. I, I wanted to help them. anymore. <laughs> no, I was doing interstellar dick. The four-dimensional tesseract. I was gonna like to saw the like the the books in the shelf, and he was playing with the dust to Murph, Murph. Come on, know your Chris Nolan movies. Jesus, Oppenheimer comes out next month. So, ooh, Oppenheimer does come out soon. Excited. We're not getting paid for that, so don't go. Don't go. Oppenheimer comes out soon. The new Mission Impossible. We get to see Tommy's stunt that we talked about a long time ago. Oh yeah. Did you? I heard that they opened the movie with that. That's the first thing they did. In the oh, movie. really? <laughs> yeah. Tom, like it was an interview, and Tom Cruise is like, 
yeah, we decided, he's like, I want to do that first because I don't want to have to be doing the movie and thinking that I still had to do that. <laughs> and on top of that, we would know if we were going to do a movie or not after I did the stunt. <laughs> fair, fair point. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Anywho, that's, that's, that's our, our first, that's preview. our pop culture segment for the night. It's our pop culture. <laughs> Even though uh, Jake tried to ruin my interstellar thing with Marvel. I had no idea what you were talking about. <laughs> you don't remember that from interstellar? I Come do on. remember now. Jesus. All right. Well, I'm glad uh, we got to plug whiskey acres for an entire show. Um, Jake, let's just do a, let's do a podcast at gold Eagle next week and just talk to random people as they come in and plug gold Eagle every single that'd be fun that'd be interesting fuck it we'll do it we, live next next time you come up for a master class come up early and let's let's do an episode we yeah. need to do it live in the bar with a special guest drew yeah i don't know if we want that i i, th- I think i think the fans want that it, it might be the most listened to episode it ever. Would we might be. break a record i i think that would be easily the case Let's see. Let's see if, if the people are listening and if they speak, then we will drag him on here for an episode. <laughs> if he there is, just, if there, if there's any comment, he just told me today. To how, yes, please comment. He was just talking to me today about how he just listened to the father's day special this morning and really enjoyed it. So maybe we can get him on here. Which that was here, one of our here. highest listen to episodes on the week that it premiered so that's thank awesome you to everybody that listened uh, yeah to that. that was and that was a really steve. cool episode yeah steve was very happy to hear that mm-hmm. if we do get drew on we need to have kind of like what was that old show on hbo a long time ago the confessions of a taxi cab driver or whatever <laughs> just have drew tell stories that he's heard at the bar bartending See, stories that yeah. that we can't do live that we might need to edit some stuff out <laughs> that might need to be a two-hour episode to get 40 minutes of content <laughs> oh god <laughs> all right well I'll do a final plug. Come down to Whiskey Acres, July 7th, 2023. We're releasing the seven-year. Uh, it'll be in stores as well. Um, but just come down. It's a cool place to hang out, have some drinks. Mm-hmm. It might be a little bit of a drive. Find a DD, get down here. Because there's not much for Uber, guys. There's not much for Uber <laughs> to kill. Uh, especially now that college is out. Good luck. Um, <laughs> took me about two hours to get my Grubhub order the other day. So, <laughs> <laughs> Not the greatest. Get someone to drive you down <laughs> um, and and have some drinks. Have a good time. Um, yeah. Glad we got to Dan do this. Call. He'll drive you around. No, I won't. Uber Dan. <laughs> yeah. I'm not shuttling anyone's drunk ass around. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, so Jake, if they want to buy it at Gold Eagle, where can they yeah, buy it at? Gold uh, Eagle. Go to go to goldeaglewine.com, make an account if you've never put in an online order. That way, when it when we get it, you can buy it right away. Uh, make sure you follow us on Instagram at Gold Eagle Wine and Facebook Gold Eagle Spirits because as soon as we get it, we will post it. Um, I hear we're supposed to get 12 bottles. We will probably put one towards the bar and release the rest. 
Um, and it'll be limit one, first come, first serve. And depending on the price, I'm going to try and match it up at the 77.77. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see what it comes in at and what our suggested retail is. But as soon as we do get it, um, which will probably be next week or the week after, um, you know, just keep an eye on the socials and you'll see it drop. Jake, do your plugs. And there's no uh, great introduction. You. Just do <laughs> want to listen to us you can listen to us on uh youtube and spotify i just got an email today that stitcher is apparently going away uh, which is maybe one percent of our audience so i don't really care that much uh but you can also watch us on <laughs> so YouTube that one person listening on stitcher you're gonna have to find somewhere else to <laughs> yeah. listen to so, so migrate to spotify or something uh you can watch us on spotify and youtube um you can find us on Instagram at Bourbon Matters and Facebook, just search for Bourbon Matters. Like, subscribe, rate, comment if you want to see Drew. Um, and uh, yeah, yes, comment please, in general. Please do. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. All right, guys. Well, thanks All for right. letting me spotlight the new release on the podcast. Of course. Yeah. All right. Good. Good. See you guys. Good whiskey. Lots of fun. <laughs> Cheers. Wow, that was lame. <laughs>